And it's going to be another no dot, no dash type of prayer in here today. Welcome to Devotional with No Dot, No Dash. And I want to dedicate this one to my future husband. I got your back. I got you. Editor's note. The call of this devotion is for couples to remain in their marriages. We wanted to be clear that this is not condoning someone to remain in an abusive relationship or an abusive marriage. That is never God's heart for his children. Remain in your marriage. Each of you should continue to live in whatever situation the Lord has placed on you and remain as you were when God first called you. This is my rule for all the churches. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 17. God has called you to remain in your marriage. In the Bible, there is no word for coincidence. Our sovereign God who knows the number of hairs on our heads, Luke chapter 12, verse 7, is fully aware of every aspect of the current situation you are in. Even if we made choices that have brought us to difficult places, he promises to work out all things for our good, Romans eight twenty eight. <clears throat> if it is possible to remain and live in peace, then it is what God desires for your rela- your marriage relationship. Even if you are married to a spouse that does not know the Lord, God hopes to use you as a blessing to your marriage and family. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, Paul explains that the believing spouse brings holiness to their home. He even urges that your spouse may be saved through God's work in your life. And while it may feel like a heavy burden walking in freedom through Christ while being married to a spouse who has not yet accepted this joy into their life, you are undoubtedly both a blessing and a witness to them. Don't underestimate the testimony you can be to your spouse. Your faithful love and devotion is a reflection of the heart of God for your unbelieving spouse. Your relentless prayers bring God's spirit front and center into the life of your partner. Seeing them come to the Lord may take patience, prayers, and dedication, but God desires to see them come to know the truth. He is faithful to use you as a witness. God uses our circumstances to shape and grow us. We are tempted, just as the new believers in Corinth, to believe that when we invite God into our circumstances, they should be remade. While God does wish to transform our hearts, minds, and perspectives, he often uses us in the places we are at for longer than we'd like to stay in them. He wants to cultivate perseverance in our lives. Long-suffering in a marriage that feels unbalanced is one way God can grow us up in him. Have you heard about, (laughs) have you heard that analogy about marriage being between three beings and not two? God being the third entity, of course. When we embrace this idea, then there is always hope for our future together.
When we feel overwhelmed with each other, we have a perfect God to rely on. God's heart is for us to experience a lifetime of commitment in our marriages. While his grace is sufficient for those who experience failed marriages, his heart is for us to remain whenever we are willing. Pray that God would give you the strength that you need to remain. Amanda Eidelman is a writer. Her work is published. She has published work with her view from home, contributing to couples devotionals and crosswalk. And you can find more about Amanda at RVA House of Joy. Yeah, or follow her on Instagram at RVA House of Joy.